and welcome to another episode of Small Talk, Small Government with Bill and Deb. Hi, Bill. Hello. <laughs> this is episode 16. Wow. Wow. A long way we've come. And uh, we are recording this uh, in advance and thinking of uh, releasing it somewhere around St. Patrick's Day. And for some reason, the term shenanigans seemed like it would go well with the episode and be a good title to it. Yes, the shenanigans abound. The, the leprechauns run around just sprinkling shenanigans all over the place. You know, sometimes uh, the clovers grow from these manure patches of shenanigans all over. But um, I think Bill found the most interesting George Orwell 1984 quote that we could possibly uh, uh, attach to this episode. And mm. I mean, the, the entire book is what we're living now. But, yeah, it um, is more of a documentary, I think. Than, at this point, yes. Yeah. It was like a prophetic uh, piece of work. Mm. And so George Orwell in 1984, one of the things that, uh, quote, quote of the day, the party told you to reject the evidence of your eyes and ears. It was their final, most essential command. And that's exactly what we see going on now. Mm. And, you know, I mean, and, and we've been seeing it for the last... <laughs> few years at this point, really. But one of the things that, uh, you know, kind of everything comes full circle. All last year, you and I kept having episode after episode trying to uncover the the questions of some of the major issues of our time and saying, wow, it'll really be great if we can take a little bit of power back so that we can have a voice in getting to the bottom of some of these shenanigans. Yes. And, uh, you know, so finally, you know, We've got that little tiny bit of power back, and I'm so encouraged to see what we're able to do with it. Um, you know, we just did an episode not too long ago about the swearing in of Kevin McCarthy and all that, mm -hmm. and 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 th th you know there were questions: uh, Is he going to be strong enough to withstand? Is he going to really help us bring to light the things that that we've been hoping for? The year is off to a good start, I think, um, you know, with these subcommittees that have been formed. And one of the first ones that I want to talk about is uh, Jim Jordan's subcommittee, which he has aptly named the Weaponization of Federal Government Select Subcommittee. Very nice. Yeah. You know, for a long time now, those of us who have been paying attention and understand the Constitution and, you know, laws uh, realize that many government agencies have been weaponized against the people. Yeah. Uh, so it's nice to see that being talked about now. And, uh, and I think that th that's going to feed into a lot of, um, a lot of truth that's going to be exposed. I mean, it, it really is, you can just see it happening. You start to pull on a thread a little bit, and then all of a sudden the sweater is totally unraveled, yeah. you know, uh, to, to quote a little Weezer, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> hold this thread as I walk away. <laughs> it is just like, that's what's happening. So like a tiny little eek and then it's, it's over with, you know? Yeah. So I'm glad because uh, there's Jim Jordan is uh, a, a very, very methodical, competent man. And mm -hmm. for this year and a half that he has, uh, that, that we've been kind of like sitting and waiting and hoping he has been hard at work um, digging into this, this, uh, this matter and and conducting lots of interviews and really vetting uh, what he's being told by some FBI whistleblowers. So mm -hmm. uh, there have been three individuals that have that he's had these closed door um, interviews with, uh, it, all of which have had their security clearances revoked and been you know put off the bureau and and all these things oh, wow. in retaliation of the fact that they did uh, that they are whistleblowers, mm -hmm. which. Isn't there a law directly against that? Retaliating mm -hmm. against whistleblowers? I mean, I thought that uh, there, was a thing. But there could be. Yeah. yeah so I anyway. But, you know, <laughs> laws schmaws. When, when, when it's happening and it's, it's uh, a benefit to the party, as Mr. Yeah. Orwell states, anything yeah. goes, you know. So, but uh, these, so three, three guys that he's been conducting these interviews with, and from that he expects uh, these 16 additional um, people to be called to testify. 
And the major allegations that they put forth are are ones that, you know, we've been talking about quite a bit. The yeah. abnormally heavy focus of cases related to January 6th. They say that they've been pressured by superiors to prioritize cases related to, quote, domestic violence extremism and inflate the number of such cases following that, quote, riot. You know, the thing that I think is sad about that is that, you know, what we're now finding out is there are people that are in jail for crimes that didn't actually happen Mm -hmm. and they haven't been allowed to use evidence to exonerate themselves because the federal government just says, no, the evidence isn't there or it's not ready or you can't look at it for the following reasons. So all of this stuff ends up kind of feeding into it itself, you know, and it, yeah. it kind of starts at the the fact that the truth isn't allowed to come out about these things. This, of course, feeds into one of the things that's the, the big deal right now. People are losing their minds, the, the, the corporate media, the left-wing activists, many Democrats. Uh, and, and Republicans. Yeah, yeah, and, and a few of the rhinos. Them. Oh, yeah, yeah the yeah. turtle man. All up in arms about the fact that Kevin McCarthy has released the uh, a lot of the hours of footage to Tucker Carlson, and Tucker Carlson is taking it to the airwaves and exposing it. So mm-hmm. this is good. As they say, sunlight is the best disinfectant. Steve Scalise was, was mentioning recently, he says that there's going to be more that will come out. And, of course, you know, the complaint is, oh, well, that footage is selectively edited and this and that, or selectively chosen. It's not edited. One of the things that I think is really smart about the the way Tucker has decided to disseminate this first piece of it, having so much Mm -hmm. to do with that uh, QAnon shaman, as they call him, uh, which is Jacob Chansley is, is his actual name. That's a smart thing to do because that's a face that everyone recognizes. Everybody thinks they know that story. So, you know, yeah. why not come out with that one first? And and that's that's a really prime, perfect example of somebody who is. He's in jail for over four years. He's been sentenced. And there's evidence directly in that tape that proves he was not a violent uh, uh, breacher of the Capitol. He was walked around the place. He was led into the chambers. At one point, he knelt with everyone in that chamber, and they said a prayer, and he thanked the officers for helping them to bring the issue to light or whatever, you know, however it was that he put it. You know, this is not, uh, none of it was some violent, crazy overthrow insurrection that they want you to believe it is. Then And the thing, you know, you and I talked about this last year in our mm-hmm. podcast episode about this. And the thing that's always driven me nuts is the fact that not long before January 6th was uh, the, 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 quote, kidnapping of Gretchen Whitmer. That uh, was yes. also proven to have been an FBI inside job. Yeah, there's more FBI agents participating in that one than there were non-FBI agents, and then the FBI yeah. agents became in charge of it. Yeah, that's yeah. It's a, and you have and, to understand and that was a whole narrative thing. Yeah, right. And you have to understand that that's what it is. It's the point of it is pushing a narrative. So it, it's you know pl- question these things. When they talk about the tape being edited or whatever, Tucker has come out and said, well, you know, tell me how it's edited then. Like, come to the table and let's talk about it. Because, Mm -hmm. honestly, we wanted to come to the table and talk about it for that ridiculous year that the the sham committee was even in place. With, you know, and, and you talk about heavily editing. When they put forth their video finally at the end of that ridiculous sham which was completely one-sided, no mm-hmm. no ability for anyone uh, to testify on their own behalf, no opposing viewpoints were allowed, n- n- none of that, incredibly selective. And when they put out that video that they finally released, you got, you know, the sirens in the background and the, the, mm-hmm. the, the worst possible parts of things shown and all of the scary noises and this and that. And now you understand that that tape is going to prove... Brian Sicknick wasn't killed, you know? Yeah, yeah. And basically, just lie after lie after lie. And why did they make up these lies? Well, they made them up so that they could divide the population against each other and call Mm -hmm. an entire half of us fringe. 
And there are more people coming over to this side all the time because all you have to do is open your eyes and see it. You know, come on over. We welcome you. Yeah, and I'm hoping that that, uh, in some way... Somebody who's kind of skeptical of this or, or reads an article from the uh, from the corporate media who says that, uh, you know, Tucker Carlson's a danger to the country because he released these, video, released these videos. I'm hoping that somebody actually says, hmm, I wonder what these videos actually are, mm-hmm. and then goes and watches the... Um, you know what's uh, what Tucker put out and and sees yeah. for himself that that the um, the video that that they see is not what we've seen for the past couple of years. Yeah, and it's it's just sad because it's like you know I I don't want people to suffer just because they don't agree with me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And and that's what I feel like is happening right now. It, and it's so completely callous and wrong for us just as regular people. To, you know, uh, assume these horrible things and be like, well, they should rot in jail. They deserve it. They, they're, they're carrying out the big lie, you know, and all that. Well, like, uh, maybe that's that uh, that sweater thread that's being pulled is going to uh, prove that the big lie is not such a lie, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. May- maybe it's a big event and not a big lie, perhaps. Exactly. And, and, and again, it, the more they want to hide it, the mm-hmm. more I believe that. And like, I, yeah. Hello, but so, you know, and, and so anyway, to the point of not, I, I don't want people who are different than me to suffer just because they don't agree with the, with what I think. Right. That's what's happening now. So when these guys are sitting in jail and, and women, women, men sitting in jail mm-hmm. all this time, they haven't even, you know, not being allowed due process, several, several rights violations, one of which is um, about the, the Brady versus Maryland was a, a 1963 Supreme Court decision um, and, and I mention this because some of the people who are sitting in jail have already moved to have their cases dismissed based on the fact that this tape has finally come out. And, yeah, um, good. Yeah, then the, the point of that violation is that they say prosecutors must not withhold evidence that can be exculpatory, and that's what has happened here. Mm-hmm. So uh, specifically in that court decision, they say, suppression by the prosecution of evidence favorable to an accused who has requested it violates due process where the evidence is material either to guilt or to punishment irrespective of the good faith or bad faith of the prosecution so therefore the the prosecution can't just say well you know we we just believe that this is the way it should be and uh you know we we were acting in good faith that we really believe these people were complete monsters and they should just rot in jail forever and die you know yeah. that's Trust not us, okay. there's nothing here for you to prove your innocence we've yeah. already looked at the tape Trust us on this one. Yeah, it's just and it's just completely wrong. So, you know, there's a little bit on January 6th. Things are going to keep coming out. You and I have said the whole time, show us all the tens of thousands of hours of, you know, all of it. And the only reason I would even say that is because I am that confident of what this really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I thought I heard a poll here recently that something like 80% of Republicans and 78% of Democrats favor releasing all the footage. Yeah, let so us see it's it. Not, it's, yeah, it's clearly a, a very super majority type of, a, of, a, uh, 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 of an idea that everyone wants. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that, that, that that's what happens. And once Tucker does his, I don't know how long it's going to go on, you know, maybe for a few weeks he's going to release all this in, in his, on his show. And, and I'm hoping after that, He'll release or find some way to release just mm-hmm. the raw footage, a significant mm-hmm. amount of the raw footage. Yeah, like uh, you know, how about the the parts where Ray Epps, FBI informant, is mm. uh, you yeah. know rallying people up and moving the gates around and all that. And you know, uh, t- he also had an interview with um, one of the uh, a, a top member of the Capitol Police who like wasn't in on the secret. You know what I mean? That this poor guy is wanting to defend. And he's like, oh, geez, I, you know, I need backup. I need backup. Tell me what to yeah, do. There yeah. are people in the... And he's asking and being completely ignored. You know, the, the number of, like, law enforcement professionals that were blindsided by this and then mm-hmm. had their careers destroyed if if they tried to do the right thing. You know, yeah. I mean, and, and then yet Nancy Pelosi, uh, you know, awarded those couple of guys that were selectively chosen by her. The, the, these are the real heroes of that day. You know, yeah. but but not the guy who um, actually wanted to, like, uh, evacuate the chamber and that kind of thing and, and called for backup. 
All of this right. is going to come out. Like, why didn't you want uh, the National Guard to help you beforehand? How come you withheld this information from the Capitol Police so that they weren't prepared? Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. You know? So we shall see. Like you say, the sunlight is the best disinfectant. Indeed. And, and it kind of, that also runs into the COVID details of that course. are now coming out. Yeah. Once again, I mean, you know, same thing. Whistleblowers, in this case, you know, throughout the the NIH, the CDC, etc., have been saying this for a long time. And we've got another committee that has come forward, which is very bipartisan, is the Select Committee on the Strategic Competition between the U.S. and Chinese Communist Party. And that is a committee that, if anything like that existed under Pelosi, it was a joke. You know what I mean? Yeah, You're talking yeah, yeah. about the, the most absurd people being on these foreign uh, relations and 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 strategic defense type uh, committees that it's laughable, you know, wh while they're sleeping with Chinese spies and then also on these committees that should we investigate China? Nah. Nah. Yeah. I'm sure everything is fine. You know, quite literally sleeping with the enemy. Yeah, really. You know, so now, you know, we see that Christopher Ray himself, I, I, I can't stand to watch the man uh, on TV. So arrogant and uh, just... He comes out and says uh, to on a Brett Baer interview um, mm -hmm. that I saw, he's like, yeah, well, uh, yeah, w we believe that uh, China was involved and that it, it, it was a man-made virus. Okay, thanks. Thank you for letting <laughs> us know that now. Thank you for, you know, causing us to completely implode our economy, millions globally to die, lives completely disrupted, you know, and, and now you come forth and say that. All right, good to know. Again, my throat is becoming sore from having to say over and over again, we knew this since the beginning. Yeah. And, and, and you know, and it, that's what bothers me. You know, now he comes out and says that. I'm thinking, could it be because he realizes that it's just going to be more that will come out with the, with the whistleblower investigations and everything else, rather than the FBI or, you know, many other groups, agencies, looking into this they're busy looking into quote domestic terrorism and, you know and of course that was the building block to let's start harassing pro-life people let's mm -hmm. start going to school board meetings the fbi what yeah you need to be at a school board meeting so again that's how you see that once the narrative is established what is the benefit of this narrative how far do they take it and so now we're seeing that shenanigans Shenanigans, and that's yeah. a good point. Maybe there's uh, maybe there's something that's going to come out, and they're trying to get ahead of the narrative on this one. Yeah, and more shenanigans. And, yeah, and, and it, it's it's pathetic also that Christopher Ray says that, but then when you ask Corinne Jean Pierre uh, about it in in press briefing, she's like, "Well, there's no consensus in the White House about that." Well, I guess there <laughs> wouldn't be, huh? You know, I mean, and Christopher Ray, he 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 won't come out and say that the laptop was or was not disinformation. Mm -hmm. It's just the whole thing, all of the Twitter files, all this stuff is going to end up working together. So, I mean, it, it's early on a, on a Friday morning, Bill. I know you don't want to just let me sit and rant. So, <laughs> but you know, uh, it's I think a Friday. I'm I'm in the I'm in the mood for a good rant. <laughs> yeah, and this is your off day, so I'm I'm starting off your weekend right, but. One of the things that I, I think is really uh, scariest and craziest about this whole thing with COVID specifically, you know, you have Fauci who is still continuing to say, you know, I, I think at various points he's like, no, there hasn't been any gain of function. Then he's like, well, you have to have gain of function, you know, and <laughs> that is something that really requires very serious debate because there are a lot of medical professionals who do not agree that the uh, that the uh, you know benefit outweighs the cost or the or, or the risk you know uh, mm -hmm. and and so that's a lot of the reason that we took that out of our country altogether you know and yeah. and where does a lot of gain of function research happen well it happens in Ukraine and it happens it in China it does you know and, yeah and so like yeah. again these are things that as that thread is pulled somebody is going to that was previously wearing a sweater is going to be nude this. <laughs> The, yes. the thread continues to unravel. But one of the scariest things uh, um, about COVID was, of course, the uh, the blowing up of the WHO and the <laughs> authority that the WHO suddenly had all across the globe unchecked. And, you know, you and I have talked about this a little bit in our conversations. The WHO is an unelected 
global health organization that receives hundreds of millions of dollars in funding from people like Bill Gates and, you know, mm-hmm. and all these. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. They're, they are pushing and pushing these increased surveillance powers even still now. Even after the truth has come out in so many ways, like the the, the, the vaccine didn't really prevent infection. It really was mm-hmm. a manufactured disease. Um, uh, you know, um, natural immunity does exist. All of these yeah, masks yeah. don't really work. It's right. not good for children to be injected. I mean, many yeah. countries around the world have stopped giving the, the COVID vaccine to certain age groups because they recognize that it they don't need it. And in fact, it harms them more than hurts. And these are facts that you can find out, but you're not going to find it out from the regular media telling you on television. You know, no, people need to get smarter about that. But so uh, right. th- that's that's one of the things that's just so nuts to me. People are people are all up in arms about all these, quote, threats to democracy. I find it to be a threat to democracy that this overblown agency organization like the WHO is allowed to to do these top down pushes all throughout the globe, you know, without any repercussions right. or checks right. and balances. So, I mean, that, you know, that's going to get worse and worse, and they're going to keep on trying to push all of these, uh, you know, the surveillance state and, um, you know, uh, oh, also, that's another thing to your point about wanting to get ahead of it. Uh, oh, well, mm-hmm. maybe, the, maybe they're trying to get ahead of something. The who's bill or, or the, um, the powers that they're looking for would, would allow them to target a lot of the, quote, misinformation, disinformation, all of the things that they, they claim which are, you know, really actually truths that come out and, you know, they're like, oh, yeah. we got to hurry up and get ahead of this so that we can tell everybody that they're just a bunch of tinfoil hat wearing lunatics. Yeah, yeah. So, I'll refer you back to the Orwell quote as well. I was just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, again, I'm just, I'm really encouraged. I'm happy that, uh, you know, we don't have much as far as power goes, but we've got a little tiny bit and we're using it as well as we can. And I think we're going to see more and more of this stuff just fall apart. I think so. I think there's going to be a lot more of that, that, uh, that falls apart, you know, once, once it all comes out, uh, Dan Bongino always makes the analogy about the, um, you know, the beach ball under the water that you can, you can push the beach ball under the water for only so long. And then it gets harder and harder to keep it under there. And then, then one day, poof, it just comes out. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the thing, like, like the truth. Yep. If, if you move your hand away because you got to do something else for a second, it's up and there's yep. nothing you can do you about go. it. You know, it's, it's you out now. It. Yes. This is yep. what we call the cat out of the bag. <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, speaking of that, I, that, that was my rant, but uh, we've got even more shenanigans abounding. Oh, there's shenanigans everywhere. There's, there's actually a bit of shenanigans in Pennsylvania. No. Uh, because of, uh, yeah, I, I imagine that. Yeah, because of our, uh, our buddy, the uh, uh, Senator Fetterman, the one who had a stroke uh, before while he was running for Congress. And believe it or not, he just kept on going, ran, ran for Congress and, and got elected. Yeah. And in fact, uh, I remember his quote um, being, well, you know, uh, by January, I'm going to be getting a lot better, but Dr. Oz is still going to be a fraud. <laughs> uh, and we, we, I well, mean, it, that's see. a funny comment, but like. I don't know about that fraud, Fetterman, <laughs> Frauderman, <laughs> Frauderman. Yeah, let's see how this is going. So, uh, so he was supposed to be. Uh, he said he was going to be a lot better by January. I guess by the time he got elected. But and on February sixteenth, he checked himself into a hospital for clinical depression. And this was after, I think, a week or two before that, he um, he had kind of a, uh, a fainting spell or felt lightheaded or mm-hmm. or something like that, which probably isn't a uh, good thing for somebody who had a stroke to be feeling that yeah. way. So he went and, into the hospital and yeah, and then a few weeks later checked himself in for clinical depression, which is, is something he claims that he's he's dealt with his whole life or whatever. And, and again, I don't want people who are different than me to suffer. I'm not being of mean course. to the guy, but you know, perhaps this wasn't the the proper career field for him to pursue at this particular point in his life, you know, mm-hmm. and, and for, <laughs> yes. for, for the Democrat Party to keep pushing and pushing and pushing it and to say, if you don't agree that he is up for the job and he should be, uh, you know, able to to run that. What are you, an ableist? Are you this? Are you that with, with all these wild ideas? And you're thinking, well, no, but I'm just saying maybe it's not really great for his health. 
And maybe it really isn't great for the state of Pennsylvania. Maybe it's not great for the nation as a whole. Probably. Kind of crazy. I would agree with all that. He said he's dealt with this his whole life. His advisors say he's having trouble adjusting to his life after the stroke. Mm. Uh, which, I mean, I could, I could agree with that. And, you know, like okay, I say, I'm, uh, I'm, w- I'm with you not trying to make, uh, not trying to make fun of the guy or, or want him to, uh, you know, have a bad time of it just because yeah. he's different. I would like um, to make fun of the people who would vote for that. I'm sorry. Exactly. I, I, yeah, I, I me laugh too. at you. That yeah. That's foolish and dumb. Just like when it you is. voted for somebody who campaigned from a damn basement. Come right. on. Sorry. And- <laughs> I'm not taking questions. This is like like the Katie Hobbs situation. <laughs> I'm simply too good to debate Carrie Lake. Uh, oh, yes. Okay. Okay. Well. Yeah. All there's right. more shenanigans Fine. for another episode. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> I derail. Uh oh. Uh, the derailment uh, comes later. We'll get we'll get to a, to a derailment here soon. <laughs> that was just a minor tangent. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> but the uh, um there was there were photos a few days ago released of, of Fetterman in the hospital and these. You know, sitting there, very looking very serious, with some papers in his hand, and talking to somebody with papers in his hand, and looking, looking like he's concentrating very much on on mm-hmm. all this. And 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 there's a lot of people who are saying, that, "Come on, you yeah. know, what's going on here?" And this is basically a proof of life photo. Is is basically what's you know what's going on? And as aides say that he's well on his way to recovery, and he's going to be back really soon, and of nothing course, to of worry course. about. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and you know he'll just keep signing what we tell him to sign, and everything will be all right. But you know what? It also makes me think of, and again, I, I'm sorry to get ahead of us because I'm I'm pulling in another uh, shenanigan. The 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 <laughs> quote you know derail was like a play on words, whatever tongue in cheek, however you want to put it. But with the Ohio train derailment. When you talk about a still life photo being released to the public and and that's supposed to be the thing that makes the public believe everything's okay, that's Mm. like weird communist shenanigan. You know, well, here's a a photo. Don't you see in this photo that everything's okay? And it it makes me think of um, the Ohio derailment when that secretary of Pete Buttigieg's is like, sure, I'll answer your questions, but I'm not going to be on camera. Like, yeah, what is yeah. that? So, so what? What you don't want the footage out there because you don't want to risk saying something or looking in a particular way that makes you know you don't want transparency, basically. And yeah, I mean and that that's a to weird be... totalitarian, like communist type of way to be. That's yeah. not how we're supposed to be here. But you can see the way they're twisting and crafting us toward that end. You know? Yes. Here's a picture. Don't you see the picture? Like, well, how about if he speaks? I mean, you know, how right, about exactly. if he... <laughs> and that's what that's what people were wondering is, hey, why not a video? Let's see mm-hmm. how he's doing. Is mm-hmm. is he uh is he uh is he still okay? Is he getting worse? Is yeah. he can he Yeah, be and, quiet, that's, subjects. That's the... Pay your taxes, exactly. leave us alone. Right. Yeah. And that's that's the shenanigans here is that no one's questioning this. Well, no people are questioning this, but no one who can do anything about it is questioning any yeah, of this. Yet. But and, again, the thread. And his, yeah, it, it's the thread. And his, it, apparently his wife and kids ran off to Canada because they got tired of being asked questions about this. So they, they fled the country. And that's which sad. Is, because which is kind of what you do, you know, yeah. when your husband's in the hospital, you just just leave the country for an indefinite period of time. How terrible. You know, that's... It is. That's sad. But, Poor God. But, but see, that's know, the, the thing. The people... they, they don't actually care about people. That's the thing. <laughs> They're like, if you can, if you are a useful idiot and will do what we need, you know, mm-hmm. to justify our, the, the ends justify the means in all cases, we don't care if you rot in a jail cell. We don't care if you're, you know, if you wither away and die. None of it matters as long as you're supporting the narrative. Exactly. And that's, that's what, uh, that's what makes him the perfect Democrat is. <laughs> As yep. people feed him, you know, here, sign this paper or here, co-sponsor this or whatever like that. And, and, and he does it. Mm-hmm. And just like the just like the voters who voted him in, they were told to vote for the Democrat. And sure enough, they voted for the Democrat. And look what happens. Yeah, period. Look away. Don't look at the details of it. Don't think about anything. Just he's got a D. Do it. Do it. Do it. Don't be dumb. Don't don't be with those deplorable redneck idiot MAGA America <laughs> first. Who ever heard of that dumb idea? I know, I know. Oh yeah, God forbid yep. so that. Every, yeah, so so everything is fine. So stop asking questions. Yeah. And something and else s- to stop asking questions about is the war in Ukraine. Because Zelensky is right, Putin is wrong, U.S. is on the right side of this thing. NATO isn't the aggressor, and we're just gonna stick with Zelensky for as long as it takes, even if he says that uh, um, Americans soon will have to go over there and 
and die for the cause. That's mm-hmm. that's just the price to pay for uh, for supporting this regional conflict going and, on. What are we now? We're well into a, a year uh, and we, a half. Are we yet? Yeah, we're um, a year and uh, almost a month, something like that. We're okay. We're, we passed. We we blew past a year there. Yeah, and it's and just, there's it's, too far. There's, I've heard people compare it to the 15 days to slow the spread. Oh, yeah. yeah you know, let's just the give 15. them some money, give them a little bit, and they're gonna they're just going to knock it out real quick. Don't worry. Like, okay. Right, exactly. and, and now that's just, and anybody who asks questions about it is a Putin sympathizer or. Yep. <laughs> and there's, and, and there's been no accountability of funds, uh, no audit of the military equipment sent over there. We said at the beginning we're not going to deliver tanks, and here we are delivering tanks. We said at the beginning we're not going to deliver airplanes, and we're probably going to start delivering airplanes here pretty soon. Yeah, we and that, that seems like a major ramp up to me. I mean, even even the is. just yesterday with all the missiles coming in from Russia into Ukraine, I'm like, oh geez, yep. this is exactly what they need. So we'll probably we'll start sending missiles over to um, over to Ukraine to fire back at Russia, but it's not really you know it's not really us. Who's involved in this? We're just sending over the thousands of uh, thousands of missiles and all like that. Uh, we officially have no troops in the country, but um, throughout all this, I've been hearing rumors that um, there's Americans who are leading, um, you know, not really battles, but you know, skirmishes or or something like that. So I don't know. Maybe there's, uh, you know, it could be freelancers over there or something like that. But officially, we have we have no troops over there. But mm-hmm. well, that was that was kind of a, uh, a narrative in um, uh, Vietnam as well, where we weren't supposed to have any troops over there either. But then, you know, look how that went. That's sad. It were and this is this gets overwhelming bipartisan support too, which which uh, which frustrates me because everyone's you know everyone uh, you know shakes hands with uh, mm-hmm. with Zelensky when he comes over here in his olive drab clothing to mm-hmm. uh, his olive drab t shirt I should say in mm-hmm. uh, a couple of months ago to to address the Congress couldn't even bother to put on a suit uh, you and, know and I uh, find that to be such a a, a show. You know, mm-hmm. and I mean, if you can't see that this man who is an actor is yeah. putting on a show, uh, you know, you're, I mean, yeah, you know, a, he needs to be like up at the community watch awards. Right. Yeah. He's a, uh, he's an actor. He's a TV producer. He knows, he knows how to work the system and, and yeah. to his credit, he's doing a great job at working the system to get yeah. billions of dollars uh, flowing into his country. Yeah, and when it comes and, to the bipartisan support aspect of it, you know that that's another thing that I think is so great that that we're seeing um, exposed who's really with us and who's against us. You know what I mean mm-hmm. from from a conservative standpoint. Um, uh, you know, it, 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 especially considering many, many. I, I, I'm sorry, I don't have the statistic. We can possibly look it up, but with the number of U.S. citizens who want to see some accountability to where the money is going, mm-hmm. a little bit more transparency in, in the operations here. That's what we want. But if our elected leaders aren't willing to dig into that, then doesn't that mean they're not really working for us? Yeah. That's what that means to me. So and when, 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 they, when they put up these things that are like, excuse me, but, you know, bullshit bipartisan that's because they know that they can cherry pick from the folks like McConnell, you know, yeah. back in the day, Liz Cheney, who thankfully is not around anymore. You know, those folks that are that they happen to be, quote, Republicans, but and, and they can just carry water for the Democrat Party. And really, they're, they're the creation of the Uniparty that we all know, right. which that's what we call the deep state. Yeah. You know, um, and, and so that, that that's the thing I, I don't. I question even bipartisan support. Like, you, you can't tell me something's bipartisan and that causes me to just sit on my hands and say, oh, okay, then never mind. I'm sure it's oh, exactly. all been looked yeah, at. We can't, yeah, we certainly can't question it because it's bipartisan, even though I'm sure that all these bipartisan people have uh, government contractors in their states and districts who I'm sure would want a whole bunch of money, a mm-hmm. bunch of this uh, sweet money that's going to Ukraine. Yep. And we're spending, we've already spent uh, $115 billion on mm. that, and we're not allowed to question it. Mm. And I found that we're, we've spent more in military support than, than everything the EU has spent. All of those countries in, in the European Union, mm-hmm. uh, you know, can't even compare to what we've, uh, what we've sent there. And there's, wow. it's basically broken down into three sections. There's military support. 
there's financial support and then there's humanitarian support. And if you mm -hmm. look at the at the at the amounts, humanitarian support is this little tiny sliver all the way down at the end, never gets talked about. We're we're funding their government. Mm -hmm. We're we're giving them um, all of our military hardware and and ammunition and arms and everything like that mm -hmm. to the point where. If we give them too much more, then we won't have enough for ourselves. And in fact, and I, I did hear that 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 exact uh, um, concern. And it's again, you can see how these things fit together. If you happen to be a regime like the current administration that really mm -hmm. seeks to dismantle us completely and help to bring in the new world order, then why wouldn't you? deplete our military and give everything away uh, and, and cause us to be in a weakened state when the shit hits the fan, you know? Yeah. yeah and, and all this is, all this is being spent on what really is a regional dispute. It's between a part of Ukraine that Ukrainians don't want and that Russia is trying to defend because they're because this this eastern part of Ukraine is culturally Russian, mm -hmm. and and the western part of Ukraine can't stop shelling them. Yeah, and so so Russia says, okay, well then we're just going to take this and because and defend it, yeah, our people, you don't basically. want yeah these are our this is our culture these are our people yeah. and this this so we'll just take it because if you're gonna. Uh, you know, keep shelling them or what, like you said, then what's the point of them being part of you? And so that's the thing that, you know, you saying that I can just see that there's, you know, a, a, any, any, any of our left friends that might ever listen to this, their heads are exploding. That's such a stupid thing for Bill to say. This isn't a regional dispute. This is a world war. This is a, a major <laughs> thing. And, and it actually, it's not supposed to be. It can morph into that, and we're blowing mm -hmm. it up larger than it needs to be. But at its actual core, the fact of the matter is, it is a regional issue. And yeah, really. we did and know that at the beginning. And, and, and that's the thing. Like, when these things start, there'll be, like, a small amount of truth. And, and, and then it's kind of, like, quickly buried and, 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 and overblown in order to fit right. the narrative. Right, exactly. And, and this whole thing has been, has been propaganda. And mm -hmm. now we're we're seriously talking about nuclear war coming sometime soon. And, yeah, and yeah, and it, it's a regional dispute. Russia, even in 2015, had the Minsk Accords to try to settle this between between East and West Ukraine mm -hmm. uh, to try to try to put some peace deal in place so that mm -hmm. so that the Western part of Ukraine would stop shelling the Eastern part of Ukraine and mm -hmm. and it never worked and to this day it's never worked yeah and, and even and now so that's why they're there right yeah. and even now when when there is any talk of like hey you know we really need to maybe support them coming up with a, a peace deal or something because this is getting kind of out of control there are oh, yeah. so many people no there is no peace deal russia must die putin <laughs> must be removed uh, that's a little extreme maybe is, there's a, a peaceful way out of this you know but yeah, instead yeah. like these major bad powers are aligning and you know it's like Crazy. Yeah, the unfortunate thing is that is that um, although I would like to see a peace deal of some sort, however that however that works out, um, uh, that doesn't fund the Ukrainian government and it doesn't enrich the military industrial complex. So yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes sense then, Bill. Thanks. I, I forgot. Yeah. That's the real. That's the real issue here. But <laughs> at least that's my real issue. I didn't have any well, proof of this because yeah. there's no How audits of any of this. How will we launder our money? Yeah. <laughs> if, if we if we don't have this uh, faux war to blame it on. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. And so, so yeah, yeah. Everything is everything is fine. Stop asking questions about that about yeah. Ukraine and and stop asking questions about about train derailments too. Yeah, because that was all Trump's fault, as you know. Actually, it was all Trump's fault because uh, everything is all is all Trump's fault. Like that, uh, that was one of the things that really um, it just absolutely blew my mind because, you know, I knew about the derailment happening and I, I knew about the devastation, you know, immediately following it pretty much. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, about a week and a half maybe after it occurred – then the the corporate media started talking about it a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And in my opinion, uh, the, the reason they began talking about it at that point was they had enough time to dig into it just to find the one way that they could possibly pin it on Trump. And now it's safe to talk about. 
and so I, I had a young uh, guy uh, in in my neighborhood that that I really respect, and he told me he's like, "So, did you hear about the train derailment?" I'm like, "Yes, I did." He's like, "Did you hear about how th- this one's all Trump's fault?" I'm like, "Oh, kid, okay, <laughs> tell me how, you know?" So, <laughs> and so yeah, and and so and and, and that's just <laughs> so I'm like, okay, and of course it. You know, I'm like, you, you just you just got to stop believing what they tell you. I'm sorry that I don't know how yep. to put it any other way. They have yeah. they have an extreme uh, desire. Uh, it, it, the Trump derangement syndrome is so real and so wide and they're so afraid of this man. They want to keep him out at all costs. Just mm-hmm. please see it. You know, I, give it give it give it some time in your brain. But um. So anyway, then of course, and I, I kind of let it go. And then of course, like a week more goes by and then you find out that, oh, well, they're talking about a regulation that was originally uh, passed by Congress during the Obama term, which, mm-hmm. you know, Trump carried out. And then of course, well, I mean, that would have been like all the, the crazy conservatives and Republicans that would have been against the, 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 the regulation and all that. Okay. So yeah, I, I see what you're saying. So again, it's still our fault. And then you dig into it a little bit more, and actually, that safety regulation had nothing to do with the real thing that happened that caused the derailment, and even the National Transportation Safety Board advisor has come out and said it. So anyway, I'm sorry, I might have stolen your whole section there, but I just wanted to get that out, that that these are the kinds of things that we as regular citizens are having to, like, work out with each other and kind of, Mm -hmm. like, discuss and try and, like, bring people into the light of the truth. And, 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 and away from the fog of deception that is, that is brainwashing you into being against what's good, you know? Yeah, or reality in general. There was a, there was a, lot of, um, a lot of talk about Biden going there. There was a lot of talk about Buttigieg going there. And Buttigieg eventually went and, mm-hmm. and uh, Biden was, was like, ah, I know what's going on. Thank you very much. Yeah, and he's as far as I know, he's never been there. But but no. the, the only person who's made a big splash there and has actually done something tangible mm-hmm. was Trump, and he went there. I I think he he saw that no one was going there, and he said, ah, I can I can I can uh, you know be a and leader. He, then and, yeah, and, and, and he, he said there. he's like, but I can tell you, and you know, not only do I see that other people aren't going there, I know damn well if I do, all of a sudden it'll spark some interest. And it did right, exactly. so good, yeah. And exactly, and and uh, Pete Buttigieg dressed up in his in his. Uh, in his I'm wearing uh, orange, a hard hat, orange vest, and it's his like hard Ralph Wiggum and... goes to work. <laughs> exactly, you <laughs> <laughs> looked he looked very concerned about about everything there, and and then he went back to Washington. Um, just yeah, but... you know, he got his he got his photo op with the locals, and and that was pretty uh, much it. And then Trump yeah. went there, and he delivered like a like whole truck of of bottled water and. Bought everybody McDonald's or you know whatever, mm-hmm. and, and I think uh, and actually, uh, I, I think that his his uh, arrival there and everything else, I think it kind of like um, re reinvigorated the is it the it, FEMA mm-hmm. uh, to 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 act because at first FEMA yeah. was saying no, this doesn't qualify. How the hell does this not qualify? Yeah, you know, uh, and so they they weren't going to give any aid, and and again, that's how you see uh, like we like we said at the top of the the episode. We don't want people who aren't like us to suffer. Right. And and that's that's like the, the Democrat way. Like, well, well, those people don't vote for us, so who gi- who gives a damn? They're a bunch right, of stupid right, idiots. Right. And then and then again, like the the meanness. Like, well, those idiots vote for they voted for Trump and Trump is, you know, the one that deregulated. So it really this they brought this on themselves. Didn't Joy Behar come out and say that? How can oh, yeah. these people uh, continue yeah. their their uh, it's so gross. It really is. It really is. And and uh, I'm that's sure what that's, you voted for. That's what you wanted. So, you know, lap it up. Yeah. Sickness. It really is. And and not only FEMA uh, suddenly decided that uh, maybe uh, maybe that is a problem out there. But uh, but the EPA eventually ordered Norfolk Southern to uh, to clean it up. And mm-hmm. um and they they were suddenly concerned. They they were they were there monitoring things beforehand, but then all of a sudden it was like, okay, this is enough, and and now they're now they're forcing Norfolk Southern to clean up the the big mess there. And mm-hmm. there was there was a, a bunch of people backtracking as well. I think the uh, the mayor and the governor, um, or at least the governor and um, maybe somebody from the government who had advised them that the best thing to do was to, you know pop a hole in these in these uh tankers and let the stuff come out and set it on fire then 
that was the mm-hmm. solution that was presented and and everyone signed off on that and then then they realized it was a big black cloud of smoke that was making everyone sick and then they said well you know we actually we, we didn't really we didn't really do that it was uh yeah you know we didn't oh. know what we were getting into sort of a thing yeah whoops i mean like what what is your disaster recovery plan here wow and then i, I thought it was interesting <laughs> that so many um states states around were like no 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 we're not taking that waste like that yeah, was the yeah. other thing that came up. Okay, so everything's fine except you know no other states want anything. It, it, just, don't bring it right. here, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Because it's bad. <laughs> and I feel bad for the people who live in the town because they are, you know, they they uh, uh, their animals are dying in the in the waterways around there are clearly contaminated, and people mm-hmm. are getting rashes and and uh, you know having sore throats and headaches and yeah. And, and it's burning like it, sensations and things like, like what well, this this can't be good. Yeah, and it's it, it's also interesting because I, I I sat and I thought like I wonder if all of those uh, I I get a little bit tired of seeing those law office commercials for Camp Lejeune lawsuits. Oh yeah, you know I'm like oh, yeah. I wonder if they'll stop playing those strategically now because like people start putting <laughs> to go two and two together. Oh okay, so at Camp Lejeune years later this exact thing. <laughs> Is known to be so bad that they can get, uh, you know, a legal relief for it, for their suffering. Yeah. Uh, but, and now this, but, the, you know, oh, it's not the same thing. It's totally yeah, safe. Yeah, I'm sure, uh, wait, uh, wait 10 or 15, maybe 20 years or something like that. And there'll be the, the same ambulance chasers will, will be, uh, the same ambulance chasers will mm-hmm. be on TV. Uh, Were you told to stay in your house in East Palestine, Ohio? Were you yeah. told that the drinking water was safe? <laughs> yep, same exact thing. Call now. Call now for your class action lawsuit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's shenanigans. Be, uh, yeah, it's shenanigans. It's going to be the same thing. So, uh, you know, it, and and there's there's a bunch of people downstream, downwind. Uh, even uh, Tim Pool was saying that in Western Maryland and uh, parts of West Virginia, there's some kind of mysterious white dust that's falling all over the place suddenly mm-hmm. after this after this thing, and it went up into the air, and and now it's. Uh, just kind of uh, kind mm-hmm. of out there, and that's that's kind of scary. That um, you might live hundreds of miles away, but but you're downwind of it, mm-hmm. and and suddenly you're uh, you're getting the stuff, breathing it in, perhaps not even knowing it. Yeah, it it is like it makes me think of um, uh, the the Chernobyl disaster. I remember mm-hmm. I, I didn't know a whole lot about that, and I looked into it many many years ago. Like I was in like my early mid twenties, maybe, and I. I remember it happened to be the, it was like the anniversary of that disaster or something like that. And so something cropped up and I I was reading Mm -hmm. about it. And I remember being in um, the office building that I worked at the time. Uh, We sat in a big room together, you know, and all the departments could see each other and talk, you know. And I I said out loud, wow, reading about this makes me very grateful to be here in America where I believe that my government— would not hide something like that from me, would mm-hmm. not cause me to stay in harm's way, you know, wouldn't sweep this under the rug. And 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 now I don't feel that way anymore. You know what I yeah. mean? I mean, that was uh, my, my political ideas and my trust of the government and understanding of these things has changed so much, you know, over over this 15 years or so of my life, you yeah. know? And, and uh, I mean, again, I, I didn't, I didn't grow up uh, in a, in a household necessarily that was talking about politics all the time or that kind of thing i kind of just believed whatever i was you know supposed to believe or right whatever however you want to say it you just but you grow and you start to see these things and then you question it and you understand how it all works together and and that's all we've ever been hoping that we'd come together to do you know yes and I mean, that's been a, the major reason that we even took on this project. And I know that we joke and, you know, uh, make light of things sometimes and all that. But I mean, this, this is serious subject matter that if you don't open your eyes and see what an out of control government can do to hurt you. I mean, it's important to know. Yeah. And, and most of the stuff we talked about today um, has serious implications, not only socioeconomic implications, but some of them are, are, are literally deadly. You know, like mm-hmm. the war in Ukraine. You were talking about uh, World War Three and the Ohio train derailment. We're talking about people's health and everything. Yeah. And even even the imprisonment of the people on January 6th, that's, uh, that's still um, 
you know, I'd say at least partially health related because a lot of them were in in solitary confinement for what a better part of a year. Mm-hmm. A over, really, really unjust punishment. I mean, just yeah. over the top. So, and I mean, these and COVID, are, of course. Yeah, and I mean, you yeah. know, you call these things shenanigans, but uh, <laughs> you know, that's a funny word. And you know, but it's it, this is serious stuff. Yeah, I mean, people lost their jobs. They, you know, they're they're sick, and there's nothing they can do about it. And they took an injection that they can't get any relief for. There's, you know, the the companies aren't going to have any liability for any of right. their any anything that any damages that anyone may suffer. So this is kind right. of a big deal. And you know, again, I'm just glad that even though it's such a tiny majority, and even though we only were able to get back such a small amount of power. I'm so grateful to see um, our elected leaders using it rightly, and I hope that over time um, we do have more bipartisan um, support and, 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 and Democrats coming together more into the middle of the aisle because they feel more confident and empowered to do that, not under the iron fist rule of Nancy Pelosi, who kept that party together no matter what, you know, that's, right. that's, that's, that's not appropriate. And that's not right. what the people who voted those folks in want to see them do, you know? So, good episode. I think that, that this has been, you know, great to, to get on and, and talk about some of these lies that have been recently exposed. And, uh, you know, let, let's, let's hope that more people will see this, um, and will open their eyes to it, and, and please stop just believing whatever cnn says oh the crazies yeah. are at it again uh, really because um <laughs> factually that's uh you're the crazy so exactly exactly yeah um hope some some people open open their minds open their eyes um i think it was um mccarthy who said something like uh with the with the release of the january 6th footage he said yeah i, I hope everyone looks at it and makes up their own mind about all this yeah, not something you'd hear from uh, from Pelosi. No, you no, know? I don't think she's ever heard. I don't think she's ever said that. I don't remember no, her yeah. ever saying Make that. Make up your own mind, as long as it's what is in my mind, and as long as it's what I told you to say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you know, St. Patrick's Day is uh, upon us. Make sure you wear your green, or else you might get pinched, and that could wake you up to reality. And as always, the government is best when it's small. 